0: day is done now kick back pop a top and catch up with your houston teams nightcap nightcap this is the nightcap with ross villarreal nightcap So uh, one and three quarters here on Sports Talk 790. Hello and welcome into the nightcap. Ross Villarreal with you as the Ripkidian streak continues. Nightcaps on nightcaps on nightcaps here on Sports Talk 790, 6 to 7 p.m. Every day we do not have live sports programming on Sports Talk 790, which is, well, From what I can tell, a pretty darn long time alongside my producer, Joe George, with you at 713-212-5790, 713-212-5790. You can also send your tweets to at SportsRV and at Joe George. We got a number of topics to get to, and I did want to lead off the show talking about the Houston Texans as they're going through negotiations with one Laramie Tunsil, but some news just plopped in our lap, some breaking news. But it was about, I don't know, seven, eight minutes ago, so I don't know that we necessarily... Oh, you know what? He did it anyways. I don't know if that was necessary, Joe, but for that I appreciate Why not? you. I mean, because they were just talking about it on the last show. So kind of it's already broken on this station, so I didn't feel like we had to break it again here on this show. But uh, can you give me the deets then, Joe, since you did it? You hit the breaking news, so now you have to give me the... the, uh, On the NCAA, they have made their decision on the eligibility issues that people were talking about with this coronavirus outbreak. Would people get another year of eligibility? And the NCAA has said... Yes and no. Okay.
1: No. Your University of Texas, University of Houston, A&M, Aggies, your senior basketball players will not receive another year of eligibility. But your members of your baseball team, your lacrosse team, any spring sports, those athletes will receive an extra year of eligibility. I'm still not really sure about scholarships, though. I don't think that's really clear in what I've seen so far, if they'll be given another an extension of scholarships, if schools will get more scholarships. If they're not, how much will these students be required to pay? That I feel like is still not super clear in their statement. They're talking about a fund, but I don't know how much is in that fund.
0: And where is it? Who is this fund? NCAA has this fund? It looks like there's like a backup fund. Okay. Here. Uh, so
1: what's going to happen? I don't know. I think that's still a huge question about like what's going to go on from here. Are these guys going to be forced to now, like, hey, you can have an extra year of eligibility, but you're going to have to. Pay for yourself.
0: Hmm. So they couldn't get like a fifth year of, a, of their scholarship. They are going to have to pay for their own schooling.
1: Potentially. It's still not hmm. like, I still don't feel, feel like that's clear. Uh, oh, so this is what, like this is what Dan Wolkin has said uh, from the, from USA today. The NCAA is saying that SAF student assistance fund can be used to pay for spring sports scholarships, but SAF took a huge hit and there's going to be a massive need for athletes this year who come from struggling families to use that money need NCAA to clarify. So how much money is there? Will the athletes get access to this? That I think is the question we just we don't know. Like we we still don't know okay. if this is even going to work really to help the athletes.
0: All right, well and let's focus on the, the the winter sports athletes, most notably of course the basketball guys not getting uh an extra year of eligibility. I'm actually I know there are going to be some people that are really upset about this, and they are. I actually kind of get where the NCAA is coming from there. Their well,
1: season's over. On
0: that one. I mean, yeah, the season's over. They are going to the conference tournaments, and they are going to the big dance, which is, uh, I understand, the uh, the pinnacle of college basketball and, and one shining moment and all that type of stuff. But I think it's one of those things where you're just going to have to say life isn't fair. Because, I mean, how many Division One basketball teams are there? There's like, I mean, it's, it's nearly – isn't it like in the hundreds? Isn't there a couple of hundred Division One college basketball programs? Is is it even close to three hundred? I'm not even sure. Try to. Try it has to be. I yeah, try to look it up, Joe, or I'll try to look it up real quick. How many Division One college basketball teams are there? Uh, there? There's in the hundreds, and only sixty eight of them were gonna were gonna make the tournament, and only one of them was really gonna be satisfied. Okay, three hundred and fifty schools. Apparently in the 32 division one basketball. So you're talking about, you're affecting 68 of those. And you're also on those 68 teams. You're only affecting those ones that were seniors for the most part. I mean, for this part of it. And uh, I mean, for example, uh, the Texas Longhorns didn't have a single senior on their team. I'm sure there are other teams that didn't have a single senior on their teams. So, I mean, how many of these players are the ones that we're going to change everything for, for 350 schools and teams and, and and we're just going to do it probably at the end of the day for a very small percentage of the players. So I kind of get where the NCAA is coming from on that one. Actually, I know that a lot of people are are going to be crushing it, and I'm looking at the tweet from uh, Sham Sharani, and you look at the uh, you look at the the mentions, and people are saying the NCAA is garbage and they're they're ruining people's lives and all this type of stuff. I get it. I understand. If you're a senior and you put your whole life into this, and you're on one of those teams that was going to make the tournament, and you want wanted your shot for the national championship, or even like for a small school, a sixteen, a a sweet sixteen run is something you're going to remember for the rest of your lives. I mean, I get that. But
1: yeah, honest question: Would you be more upset as a senior if you're Ross? Let's say you're a senior for the University of Texas. Okay, you're on the basketball team.
0: What do you think power forward? Yeah, how's my jumper? You a power forward guy? Uh, f- well, I'm six foot two, so I would be like a, vir- would be-
1: in this virtual world. <laughs> would you be a power forward?
0: Uh, well, my game is power forward. This is my game. If if we're talking about me, like on a on a when
1: you create a player at NCAA back in the day, probably basketball. A power forward. Okay, Ross, the power forward.
0: <laughs> Hold on, we need to talk more about my pickup game. Okay, this is me. I get putbacks. I okay. uh, can make a five foot hook shot. Now, outside of that, it's going to be pretty tough. Um, and will I'm gonna. Ta- will you take
1: the three? Even I'm gonna, though you know it's probably I'm not gonna going to take
0: in? the three. I will make maybe about ten percent of them. Ten percent. That's yeah. high
1: range. I check numbers.
0: <laughs> I'm making about ten percent of my threes, kay. and once the game gets about three points in, I'm gassed. Oh, that's
1: that sounds Com- about right. Okay. Completely gassed. But are you more upset that you can't play in the tournament, or that you don't get to walk across the stage for college graduation?
0: God, if I'm a like basketball what, like, player, I feel bad for probably that. the tournament.
1: I don't know. You think your mom and dad are going to be that upset they don't get to see you play in the tournament? Man, they're going to be upset they can't see you graduate. Well, if
0: they're anything like me, whenever I had to watch my family graduate, it was terrible. Oh, well, it's graduation tournaments are the worst. My sister, oh my gosh! And then, like, she was going to be. I was like, uh, so my sister's name is Rachel. I was like, Rachel, you going to be upset if I don't go to your? She was. She, she got a grad school uh, degree as well in uh, sociology. I was like, I already went to your gr- undergrad. And I sat through there, and our last name's V, so I got to sit there for like 15 million hours while they get all the way down to the V's in your school, and we have to come up there, I got to buy you a present, I got to be in there for hours, and it's just a whole ordeal. And so I did have to go up there, and I had to support my sister, like, I don't think the parents are that mad, right? Oh yeah, they are. Are they? Oh. So they can get out their video camera, and while you're there, somebody yeah. is there with their video camera. There was a guy I was sitting next to, and uh, who was? It was one of my cousin's graduations, I think, for uh, for college. And, and he had his video camera out like a handheld video camera like one of those old school ones this is probably only like four or five years ago and he videotaped like s- the, the whole out two, two hours or whatever we were there the whole introductory speech the promenade what do they call it the promenade or whatever when somebody comes out and they play a canon in D or whatever and everybody's doing their stuff everybody's talking and then the salutatorian and then one of, the, uh, one of the dang people who runs the school talks and then it's a guest speaker this guy had this whole thing on video, are you ever in your life going to go back and say, you know what, even in these quarantine times where we're running out of things to binge and you're watching the Tiger King and Ozark and whatever, are you going to say, you know what, kind of a slow Saturday, let me go watch six hours of people talking and names getting called at the Frank Irwin Center in Austin 10 years ago, or five years ago, or when, however many years ago, is that really something you're going to get up and do with no, your life? No, probably not. I was like, what's this guy doing? I don't know. I- I guess a great if, question. If you're that proud, whatever. I've never been a... I'm not a parent, so I can't imagine sure? the, the... We beat those cases. I'm not a parent, so uh, I, I, I wouldn't know exactly what it feels like to be swelling with pride and wanting to watch your kid go and, and walk across that stage. But... I guess I'm a bad brother because I did not even want to go to the second. I barely wanted to go to the first one. I certainly didn't want to go to the second I one. I think
1: that's because your last name starts with a V, though.
0: Even though, I mean, you're, it's but not like there's But you with a an B, A,
1: skip out of there. It's
0: not like you're going to be with an A and then skip out because you can't, not? it's not like you can talk to her or something. They have to wait. They have to go back to their seat and wait there the Plenty whole time. Plenty of kids leave. They just go there and get drunk or something?
1: Like, go, like get your name called and just sneak out the back.
0: <sighs> yeah, I guess. I don't think you can do that. Or you're not supposed to. It's very bad form. I remember, even I mean, I didn't graduate college, but in high school, I didn't even want to walk across. I mean, that was a huge waste of my time, too. Listening to people that are smarter than me, the valedictorians address, and and the, and the principals. Get them out of here. All right, anyways, what were we talking about?
1: Um College at- basketball <laughs> players losing their senior year.
0: Oh, well, sorry I don't for you like, I
1: don't feel bad for I them. don't
0: think walking across is a big deal, as long as you still get your— uh, I mean, the main reason to have the diploma, it's a very expensive piece of paper that you're going to be hanging up on your wall. So At first,
1: I thought they should grant extra years of eligibility, but then I was like, you know, it's 68 teams. And yeah. I mean— like it just it sucks. And yeah, you know, some guys will never get the opportunity to play in the tournament. This was their one opportunity.
0: But it's uh, it's it's a global pandemic stuff. Pe- sacrifices are going to have to be made.
1: Yeah, and and honestly, I mean, the only thing this does that's terrible for our country now is it just grants more old people when like when these guys are older, now they're going to be like, "You know, back in my day, when I played at the University of Rhode Island, we had a really great basketball team. We would have gone in as a 15 seed, but we definitely would have won the tournament. See, that's what I'm saying. You like, can, I don't, I don't want that now.
0: But no, now we're you gonna can get have more of it. it. No, in a way, it's better for them because the, the like if they would have got if you are Rhode Island or whoever and you were going to get your ass beat by 30 by Kentucky, isn't it better for you to be like we would have whipped Kentucky? We would have smacked We, we would have smoked them. We would we would have been in the Sweet 16. There's no you can do, you can Uncle Rico it. There's no doubt in my mind if the NCAA would have grinded me another year, or we we would have went a sweet 16, maybe even the Elite Eight. There's no doubt in my mind. You can say that in 30 years when if it really happens and you just got your ass whooped by Kentucky or Tennessee or I don't even know. Tennessee wasn't even uh, uh worthy, but whoever. LSU, I don't care. They probably would have just beat you guys down. And now you can romanticize it and tell your grandchildren how you would have won the national championship as a as a 16 seed if the if the wicked NCAA just wouldn't have held you down. But sacrifices got to be made. I understand where they're coming from because you played the entirety of your season. You just unfortunately didn't get to go to the big dance, but it's a very small percentage of the of the players that are being affected by this. All right, time for a quick break here on Sports Talk 790. It is the sports, I no, it's not the sports RV show. It's the nightcap here on Sports Talk 790. We still haven't gotten to it. Laramie Tunsil, apparently going to be made the most expensive tackle in football. That's the baseline offer from the Texans. Tunsil said it's not enough. We'll talk about it next here on the Nightcap. It's Russell Westbrook. Oh, he just cracked the man's ankle right to the rim for the hammer slam.
1: You've got Sports Talk 790 flagship station of your Rockets. Qualifies. <laughs> Welcome back to the nightcap. I'm going to throw a flag on the play, Ross. That's a challenge flag. I don't think this song
0: qualifies yeah, as does. a voice ruiner. <laughs> Whatever. I wanted to do it. All Welcome right. back to the nightcap here on Sports Talk 790. You guys want to talk about the NCAA thing? Am I crazy for saying, you know what? I understand where the NCAA is coming from on this one. 713-212-5790. The phone number, 713-212-5790. The NCAA is going to grant an extra year for spring athletes. I think that, to me, that was a no-brainer. Because most of these guys, they didn't even start their seasons, right? For the most part. Baseball was bare. I mean, they played, they only played a few games. Like there was I that tournament where,
1: at Minute Maid.
0: Yeah, there was the the baseball classic or whatever the heck they were calling it. The uh, the college classic. Um, So... They had just barely started spring sports. That was the no-brainer. To me, the more difficult decision was the winter one, and I think think they made the right call on both, which is very rare for me to feel that way about the NCAA. But wanted to talk about the Texans stuff. So Laramie Tunsell in contract negotiations with the Houston Texans. And basically Aaron Wilson, who was on earlier today, uh, Aaron Wilson of the Houston Chronicle on the A-team earlier today, he's been on top of, of this for the most part. Uh, talking about the negotiations and how they've opened. And and he put out uh, a couple of hours ago that the Houston Texans offered Laramie Tunsil about $18.5 million per year. And if you look around, that would make him the highest paid tackle in the entire NFL. So that makes sense. We know that Laramie Tunsil was a Pro Bowl left tackle. His time is up. And what happens when you have someone who is a Pro Bowl caliber in the NFL, you be, or maybe even a, left, a little bit tick below that, you make him the highest paid at their position, and you go about your business. And that's what the Texans are looking to do. Uh, if you look at from a left tackle standpoint, Anthony Costanzo is the highest paid at 16.5 per uh, tackle overall. You have Lane Johnson, who, quite frankly, Lane Johnson is a better tackle than Laramie Tunsil. Sorry, sorry, Laramie Tunsil and your representation or whoever's representing him. Uh he's making $18 million a year. So the Texans have offered him enough money to the highest paid tackle in the entire NFL. And he has said, no, nope, I'm good. I'm gonna hold out for this. And the the the, the most the key word in this tweet to me. This is Aaron Wilson's uh, tweet. The Texans' initial contract proposal to Laramie Tunsil averaged eighteen point five million per year. His counter offer is this is the big sticking point here, significantly higher though. Fluid situation as talks continue. What is? I mean, let's just speculate here. I guess does he want tw- what? What qualifies as significantly higher as an average annual value than 18 eighteen and a half? Twenty, twenty and a half?
1: Twenty two? Twenty-two. Oh, I mean, like
0: twenty-two is significant, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That would be significant for sure. But I mean, is I wonder what what's the your goal? Your because goal first, is to go to twenty. Well, well, this is the thing, though. Whatever, whatever Aaron Wilson is saying, this came from the Texans, right? I mean, this, this. I mean, nobody's gonna reveal their sources in anything like this, but. We know that negotiations are going on. We know that they've been going, if somebody came out and said negotiations are going poorly between Laramie Tunsell and the Houston Texans, then the Texans will get crushed. So I think it behooves the Texans to come out and be in front of this and, and leak it out and say, hey, we offered to make them the highest paid tackle in the entire NFL. Right. Anytime something is leaked, anytime any uh, like an I, Ian Rappaport or a Adam Schefter or whoever, when nego- when stuff gets nego- linked in negotiations leaked, there's always a reason for it. So yeah, there's always a spin. You have to look at the the information and you have to say who benefits from this. So who benefits from Aaron Wilson putting out that Laramie Tunsil is getting offered to be the highest paid right tackle in football or tackle in football, and he has said no and he wants quote, significantly more money. The Texans, yep. from a PR standpoint, they benefit from that. So we know that. The question is, I mean, why is Laramie Tunsil doing this, and what does the word, quote, significant mean? How much more does Laramie Tunsil want to be paid than Lane Johnson? It's already $2 million more, uh, more per year than Anthony Costanzo, the highest paid left tackle, but I guess that doesn't matter. Right? If you're negotiating, you say, I don't care if he's a ref, right tackle, left tackle, any kind of tackle. It doesn't matter. I want to be the highest paid tackle in, in football, and I want to be paid significantly more than him. But, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what Laramie Tunsil is thinking. First of all, he fired his agent recently. So he's not being represented by an agent. He's having a apparently a, a lawyer or somebody is reviewing the details of his contract. Yeah, and Aaron
1: Wilson explained this that like once a contract is submitted the NFLPA, they have people that look at this as well. Mm. So there's like a secondary kind of check and balance system. So like that way he wouldn't get like basically screwed over. Like the lawyer wouldn't miss something that's not in the NFLPA or that's not that's not clear. Mm-hmm. So there are people that with a checks and balance system. But see, to me, Ross, if, if you're saying significant, I'm going to assume Laramie's thinking like 23, 24, just because you want to, when you negotiate, you have a number in mind. You know, if the right. Texans want to pay.
0: You make an offer, I make an offer, we meet in the middle. Exactly. Basically.
1: So if the Texans are offering, you know, 18 and a half or whatever, and their, their cap in their mind and Bill's mind is 21 million then that's why you start at 18. If, if Laramie's like, well, the lowest I'll take is 22, then you got to start at like 25. But, I mean, I, I, it might not be that high, but they're just negotiating. Like, that's all it is. I mean, are
0: they thinking, I mean, is I guess part of this is Laramie Tunsil thinking that the salary cap is going to go up in several years, and so he needs to be taken care of now.
1: Well, you traded two first-round picks for me. Of course <laughs> I'm worth true. this money.
0: I mean, yeah, who has the leverage here?
1: Laramie I Tunsil. guess Laramie
0: Tunsil does because he doesn't have to do anything and he can just walk. So I guess uh, who, Laramie Tunsil and his representation or whoever, whatever lawyer is checking this or whoever whoever's speaking for Laramie Tunsil, he doesn't have to sign on the on the dotted line. And then they can go and he can get caught in franchise tag hell and all that type of stuff. And that's okay for Laramie Tunsil because uh, he, he's relatively young, right? How old is he? He's only 25. So if he signs four or five-year deal and there are some guarantees that he can get out of within four years or whatever, then he can, uh, as I was listening to some of the Aaron Wilson when he was talking about that guy, can he can get paid twice, and that will be huge for him. So Laramie Tunsil is looking to, take, uh, to be one of the highest-paid tackles in the entire league right now, and then he's probably going to be looking to do the same thing when he's around tw- age 28, 29, and he can get another big contract, and then after that, of course, all bets are off in the NFL. Once you get on the wrong side of thirty, you never know what's going to happen. And for the most part, you're not going to see uh, anybody over the age of thirty-one, thirty-two getting a big-time deal. Certainly not left tackle. I mean, looking at these, uh, the highest-paid tackles in the entire NFL, the oldest ones right now are Mitchell Schwartz at thirty-one and uh, Brian Balog at thirty-one. So uh, you're not really going to be one of the uh, one of the top guys. At, at into your thirties, so you understand where Larry Mctunsil is coming in uh, on this uh, on this deal. But I mean, to me, I know he was a 2019 Pro Bowler, but I, I think of him as a tier two guy just off the top of my head. And look, it's not like I'm breaking down left tackle film left and right, and I can and I know what I'm talking about. But we went through, uh, for example, the uh, the Pro Football Focus numbers with Matt Thomas earlier today. He's 21st in the entire league, at about, I think, 81 tackles, played enough snaps to qualify, so he's 21. So he's one of the top guys, but is he, let's pay this guy $20 million a year and we're set forever and, and Laramie Tunsil's going to be on a Hall of Fame track or anything like that? No. But I I guess if you find your guy, you find your guy, and that's going to have to be Laramie Tunsil for the Houston Texans. And, oh, by the way, Aaron Wilson tweeted out earlier today, Texans only have about $20 million in cap space, so I guess that means Deshaun Watson's going to have to wait on his deal. Or maybe Larry, maybe they're both going to have to wait. I don't know. I don't know what's happening with the Texans and the way this is all going to play out. But I do know we'll all be watching with a very watchful eye because every move that the Texans make right now is going to be under even more of a, uh, a microscope because of the DeAndre Hopkins deal. Every move that Bill O'Brien makes Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. The Texans lead man is going to be scrutinized even that much more because he's already messed up a number of times in the eye of Houston Texans fans. 713-212-5790, your phone number. Paul in Meyerland wanting to weigh in on this Tunsil situation. Paul, go ahead. Hey, Ralph, how y'all doing tonight? I'm well, sir. What do you got? Uh, uh, is Larry, is he able to be uh franchise tech? He, no, he is under contract right now. He is under he, contract? He's not, yeah, correct. Or, he's not a free agent. You can only, you can only franchise tech somebody who's a free agent.
1: Okay. So he has another year under contract. Well, yes. Why, why don't we sign him, uh, give him a renewal now? Why can't he wait till the, like, like you say, when the uh, salary cap goes up?
0: I don't know. I mean, that's a lot of times on these deals, you re- re- renegotiate a year early and just to kind of get him under control. And also, like I was saying, it would help him to get a deal done now so that he can get another big deal when he's, say, uh, 29 or so.
1: Yeah, I get one year extra on I got it. Hey, man, you got to wash your hands. Take
0: care. All right, Paul, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. So um, we'll see what happens with the Laramie Tunsil situation. You've already said he's our guy when you traded two first-round picks for him, like Joe said. So. The actions and the move originally says Laramie Tunsell is our guy. What will happen with negotiations? Obviously, uh, the Texans are already trying to make him the highest paid tackle in the entire NFL. So I would imagine, if I had to guess, Something will get done with Laramie Tunsil sooner rather than later. All right, time to take a quick break. What do you guys think about that? Should Laramie Tunsil be the highest-paid tackle in the NFL? And then some. 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Also coming up here on the show, I don't know if we're going to make a segment out of this, Joe, but it seems like every day somebody has some kind of crazy, wacky, this is what we should do with sports idea. And we've got another one coming up next here on the Nightcap. EG left corner for the career. high. Eric Gordon here. Listen to Rockets Radio on your smart speaker. Just ask. Alexa, play Sports Talk 790 on iHeartRadio. Welcome back to the Nightcap here on Sports Talk 790. Ross Real with you. Talking a little uh, Laramie Tunsil in the last segment. He wants to be the highest paid tackle in the league and then some, which is understandable. He's got the leverage. The Texans got to do something. The Texans don't want to lose Laramie Tunsil, uh, although he is under contract for next year. But then you get into franchise tag hell and all that type of stuff. So hopefully something gets done with him sooner rather than later. Also, Laramie Tunsil apparently on the Twitter's, uh, to my knowledge, he was not wearing a mask when he did this, but uh, he... Cheap shot. What? Oh, I meant coronavirus mask. What were you thinking about? Uh-huh. What were you talking about? His gas mask. Oh, what? What gas mask? What are you talking about, Joe? Oh, you
1: don't remember, Ross, when Larry Tunstall got drafted? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Right before he got drafted, a video leaked, in quotation marks, uh, of him on hitting a gas mask real hard. Yeah, that's what I was going to reference. I know <laughs> you
0: were. <laughs> All right. Anyways, here's Larry would McTunstall.
1: work really well, though, for the coronavirus, if you like.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, here's Laramie Tunsil offering to pay people's bills. What's up, guys? This is Larry Tunsil with the Houston Texans. And first and foremost, I hope everybody's staying safe, practicing your social distance, and washing your hands. I want to help in critical times like this. So if you have any necessities, such as your light bill, your water bill, your card note, your rent, etc., what I'm going to have you guys do is send a picture of that to this email, LarryCares at gmail.com. Our team will go through the emails, and help in any way that we can. A huge thank you to the workers out there who putting their life on the line daily for us. Thank you. Peace, love, prosperity, and go Texas. There you go. Laramie Tunsil is going to take care of your bills if you want to email him at laramiecares at gmail.com. So that's cool. That's a good thing he's doing. He's doing, uh, and he's also doing something, uh, he's committing uh, $250,000 towards COVID-19 relief, uh, relief, including donations to the Florida Gateway Food Bank in his hometown of Lake City. And he's also making some donations in Houston. So good on him from that standpoint. Hopefully he gets paid. But... Is he the best tackle in the league? Probably not, but he's probably going to make uh, money like he is. 713-212-5790 is the phone number, 713-212-5790. So uh, as I was mentioning before the break, Joe, it seems like every single day we're getting some kind of crazy, whacked-out idea for what we should do in sports. Should we make a segment out of this? I agree. Should we call it like the, the crazy COVID idea of the day or something like that?
1: Sure, we can do that. The
0: corona-crazy idea. I don't know what we would call it. Some kind of wacky idea of the day. Well, Let me just go ahead and play this for you guys, and then we can talk about it. Uh, The latest idea, first of all, we've heard that uh, they need to play the NFL uh, or the NBA and the Premier League need to play in just two cities only and keep all the players over there. We've heard, uh, I was talking earlier today with Matt about uh, the NFL basically quarantining everybody in one city and and having all the teams play on a couple of football fields in one single area like the Greenbrier or something like that. And now this one from earlier today, uh, Jay Williams, former Houston Rocket great, uh, talking about having the NBA playoffs on cruise ships?
1: You can take two of those massive cruise ships and there's testings before everybody goes on the ship. You allow the player and their immediate family, being that wife or their kids, are allowed, are allowed to go with them. And you have an Eastern Conference cruise ship and you have a Western Conference cruise ship. Obviously, everything is sterilized all the time. You have the media companies that are able to drop their equipment in. You never really go too shore. You stay out on the cruise ships. And you build two courts on those cruise ships. Now, I know fans may not be allowed to go, but still the uh, broadcasting companies could actually broadcast these games. The team members and their family members could be isolated to a degree for that span of that's 40 days, whatever it may be. And then you're allowed to potentially have these games, the Eastern Conference Finals. You go right into the playoffs. Maybe you give a week for each team to prepare, uh, but you go right into that for the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, and then you have the championship game on a cruise ship. All
0: right, I've got some questions. Uh, First of all, did the cruise ship still offer the buffets? Have you ever been on a cruise, Joe? I have not. Okay, well, let me just lay it out for you. Basically, uh, one of the reasons I don't like cruises is because you're isolated to the ship and it's a it's a way for them to a carnival or Royal Caribbean or whoever, it's almost a way for them to monopolize where you're going to spend your money, how you're going to spend your money. Like they have you on the ship. They've got you. You're not going off. You're not going to go off and do whatever you want. And that's fine because inside uh, I mean, basically within the payment of, of, your cruise ship, you get all you can eat at any, at any restaurant. They have buffets. They have a nice dinner every night, the captain's dinner and stuff like that where you dress up. But the alcohol is really where you get killed on a cruise ship. Like, the, the the cocktails are, like, 10, 11 bucks. Can't you bring, like, a bottle Be-
1: of wine or something like no, that? No,
0: you can. I, I If you want to sneak it on, you can buy stuff at the duty-free shop, but you, they keep it, like, under the, the ship, and you can't have it until you get off the ship.
1: Oh, so you can't, like, buy a bottle of wine. When it's liquor,
0: right. Well, I, not at least not to my knowledge. At least not when I went. So I you can't, like, bought-
1: drink in your room? Unless you, I guess you have to bring uh, it you with get you. You have to
0: bring your cocktail to the room.
1: That's a bummer.
0: So they I, one of that's one of the reasons I don't like cruise ships. So, so like if, they charge
1: if, like stadium <laughs> prices for a
0: basically. So if you're on the if you're in the NBA and he says they're family members, so you get like a do you get like a luxury suite if you're LeBron James and you get to bring your whole family on this cruise ship? For and Ja McGee playoffs? gets on like the bottom deck. <laughs> do you put JaVale McGee in the bottom deck? No, he's like six foot eleven or something like well, that. Well, see, but
1: that was my next question: is like half the rooms on this <laughs> these
0: cruise are not going to be able to accommodate their height.
1: They're not. Yeah, they're not going to work for NBA players. Like that's. Problem number one, Jay, not everyone's as short as you, buddy. (laughs) Like, there are seven foot guys in the NBA that they're not going to fit legitimately because they're not going to fit in the cruise rooms. Hmm. Where are they going to
0: sleep? It's a good question. On the court? Uh, And that's another question I have. Are these courts covered? Where are they going to build these courts? And then are they going to have like a bubble over them? Or are they going to be out like with the wind blowing while they're there? Are the the ships going to be docked somewhere? I assume
1: what like the idea would be to take. One of like the buffet halls, and try to fit
0: a, a cord court onto there in there, and then have the where where, where and then would, have the cameras set up there.
1: Would the cruise be docked or would it be moving?
0: That's what I'm wondering. Because even are if they going to go to international waters? If there's no rules in international waters, someone could get killed. I mean, yeah, literally. Draymond Green could stab somebody oh, no, in the heart. Oh no, he's not in the playoffs. <laughs> That's You're true. You're true. That's true. Uh, who would be we we be worried about most stabbing somebody uh, in JaVale. international Warner, JaVale, Someone takes no. Dwight's candy,
1: he might get real Dwight upset.
0: Howard, yes, I think Dwight Howard could go crazy on somebody in international waters and kill them. Okay, maybe that was a little bit of a strong that's statement. <laughs> that's a little too strong. Um, let's see who that's else slander. Who would be the yeah? Uh, let's libelous. I said it's my opinion, so that's if it's my opinion, it's my opinion. Crazy Russ. Russell Westbrook would go off on a would choke out a media member as soon as he gets asked a dumb question. Well, I don't,
1: he didn't say meet, invite the media. That's true. He you just had, said the broadcasters. You would need a
0: couple of media representatives.
1: So to cover the games? Yeah, wo- on one ship and, is, and shams on the other. Is
0: Woe's going to get choked out by uh, Russell no, Westbrook at like, some point? They all like Woe's. Who are they uh, going to
1: tweet their fake stories to or tell them to?
0: That's true. Uh, I, it's
1: what well wo- I understand logically what he's saying. Like quarantine Yeah, well, you guys. come up with these
0: ideas though, you got to have the details in order. But a cruise ship? And he said there's going to be an Eastern Conference cruise ship and a Western Conference cruise ship. So what's going to happen for the finals? I mean that's a really are they are going to road games? Are they going to dock the ships next to each other and just lay down a board or or a, or, a, or a rope? No, a, it'll be a, a rope ladder like we're in up, like we're on the Pirates of the Caribbean. There'll be whoever has home court advantage. Oh, we'll go get from it. ship to ship. <laughs> yeah, you come to my ship on Tuesday. We'll go to your ship on Thursday. Yeah, best out of seven.
1: <laughs> the West team, if they've got the better record, you know, if the Bucks, if the Lakers have a better record than the Bucks, then you know the Lakers would get four games on their home court. Their home cruise ship okay. potentially.
0: What if a thunderstorm hits where they are and you can't I mean, you're trying to get up a jump shot and and your you're three point your three pointer gets uh struck by lightning. Get, <laughs> I don't know if it gets struck by lightning. But what if your three pointer falls ten feet short because you hit some rough waters? Well, I'm assuming they'd have to be docked. <laughs> but even if they're docked, even if the your boat docks, moves, you're on water.
1: I mean, maybe they can get, can they get the boats back on the land? <laughs> Jay Williams, I don't know if you thought... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
0: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This through, dude. That's all I'm saying. I have a lot of questions about this. And so your wife and your kids are on the ship. So if you lose out of the first round, you just get kicked off the ship?
1: Well, we talked about this. This is like the big brother reality <laughs> yeah. TV show with the big three they're doing. Right. They're kicking people out of the
0: house. All right, John Morant, you and your whole family out. You just lost in four games to the Lakers. You're out, my friend. I mean, I guess they'd have to be, or would they stick <laughs> around and be the fans? Or would they kick him off this year? Would they have to walk the plank? That would be fun. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just kick them off the ship. I don't know. I don't know if a cruise ship is the greatest idea. Isn't that one of like the, the like a, if one person gets it on the cruise ship, then everybody's getting it, right? Isn't that what happened on some of these cruise ships that had to be quarantined? Yeah, like the one that was in Egypt. That yeah, but that
1: but the belief would be is that so every player you'd have, would have to be tested
0: to, and then quarantined for fourteen days before even getting on the. So ship. they would get quarantined and tested. You'd Qu- have to be tested, quarantined, and retested. I think, and
1: then retested twice. Yeah. Probably. But there are, but they there are a lot of stories right now that are saying that there's going to be a new test that's going to be more readily
0: available. Hmm. And I have another question. So you have your family and your wife and kids. Where do the mistresses go? Oh, uh, they're not invited. What? You got to have a wife section and a mistress section, well, right? right?
1: Now they're they're not. Getting you think, paid. There you there think they would speak some on.
0: You think like so? All the wives are on deck A, and then all the mistresses are like on deck C.
1: Maybe you put the mistresses of the Western Conference teams on the Eastern Conference Uh boat.
0: Why? Oh, because when you you head over there, you fly back and forth. When you head over? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: If you want to get to your mistress, you got to get to the finals. (laughs) It's the only way to get to her. Wow, that's motivation right there. It is. Except the problem is, I'm sure some of these mistresses, <laughs> mistresses cross-contaminate. Oh yeah, exactly. So like, how do you really make sure they're on the? Yeah, right Yeah, I mean, boat? how do you
0: keep your Eastern Conference mistresses from not messing with Western Conference players? Oh, that's a great question, Ross. There's so many you details got, we need to vet you out you gotta on this. You got to lock them joke. on the
1: bottom floor.
0: <laughs> you lock them in. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like against a their will. Are they getting quarantined as well? Yeah, it's like that Titanic. You got to put them on the bottom <laughs> oh, where no one no. sees them. <laughs>
0: They're like all the like all the chimney sweeps. In the yeah. <laughs> is anyone going to get drawn like like the French girls? I don't know if this is going to work out, Jay. I don't know if this is feasible. I mean, look, I like that we're getting some wacky ideas. Yeah, people are I mean, using their creativity. We for that we appreciate. We're not you. saying
1: they're good ideas. Yeah, they're
0: not good. But uh, at least we—that's our. What are we going to call this? The crazy corona idea of the day?
1: Yeah, I think we have to ch- try to come up with our own.
0: Okay. We'll figure out. Oh, come up with our own. Yeah. uh, Yeah.
1: For uh, each sport. uh,
0: One of these is coming out basically every day. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, We also got to talk about, we've been talking a little bit of NFL. Uh, The NFL draft is going to go on. Uh, Peter King says there's some NFL people who are none too happy about that. We'll talk about it next here on the Nightcap. Your teams. I love the Astros. The Rockets take cool. Your town. Where I got all my buddies with me on. Your Houston Sports Talk oh! 790. Special shout out to Jay Williams for providing our crazy Corona idea of the day. Here in the nightcap with you, I don't know, for like eight more minutes. If you guys want to get in, involved in anyway? you can do so via the phone lines at 713 Two one two five seven ninety seven one three two one two five seven ninety. You can also tweet to at Sports RV. Joe George with you as well, talking a little bit in the last segment about Jay Williams thinking that the, uh, the teams could just each be on a on a on a cruise ship for the Eastern Conference and Western Conference playoffs, and then play that way. But I, I don't know. I think that has more questions than answers. And also this uh, some some tweets from Mark Stein last night. Uh, these are kind of lengthy, Joe, so I'm going to need a little bit of reading music for this. Ah, thank you. Yeah, just just to punch this up a little bit while I read. Thank you. Uh, so Mark Stein, of course, of the New York Times, formerly of the ESPN, um, has some stuff also about the NBA and when they're going to resume. So here's what he says. Uh, the country is essentially closed until May 1st. So you can understand, given the potential for social distancing guidelines, some around the league fear it may be July at best before games can resume. Today's big story in England centers on the Premier League, exploring all 20 teams convening in one or two locations to play out the remaining 92 games with no fans and televise them all. Similar concepts have been making the NBA rounds rounds for days. So the NBA is thinking, this is according to, to Mark Stein, that the NBA is thinking about putting all the teams in like two two uh locations. And then I guess, I don't know, having playing like four games a day and then watching, I think that would be kind of cool. That'd be interesting.
1: I don't I don't hate it. Just go right to the playoffs, quarantine them.
0: And just then just go right at it. Yeah, but this is the thing that he says about that. This is Mark Stein continues. We can't forget NBA players may need up a month, up to a month to get to back to passable shape. Then the league needs a locale or two that makes it safe. Presumably, with quarantine measures for players, coaches, staffs, and everyone involved to put on closed door games to stay safe. That's the thing that got me. He thinks the NBA players are so out of shape that they need another month. I guess they probably are. Yeah. I'm worried about James Harden. He James Harden plays himself in a shape basically every year. Hey, Sorry, it's game it's shape. Basically, what happens into game shape? Like right. they're
1: in way better shape than we are, of course. But they need to get into game shape. Look, I understand that. That's a concern. There is no way these solutions are going to be perfect. That's true. That's the problem.
0: We're going to have issues with everything no matter what we say. That's a a good point, Joe. No matter what kind of crazy, wacky idea happens, first of all, they can only pick one idea. It's got to be the best idea, and it has to have the fewest questions of all of them. And unfortunately, there's going to be no perfect solution.
1: And, And wouldn't you say that player safety and health is more important than player shape? Yes, even though that look that could lead to injuries. So like, the, the players that stay in the
0: best shape are going to be rewarded.
1: Yeah, LeBron's I
0: mean, going to be okay. I'm a little worried about James Harden. So am I. Just saying. But you have Russ. That's true. Russ is going to be fine. There's Russ no doubt. Gonna Russ no is going to be ready to go. He's going to be nice and Russ. But in all, on,
1: in all honesty, like it, this kills the rocket chances in my opinion. Making it out of the first round.
0: No, and what if it's three game series? You only got to win two. Boom, you're good. Still, just like, get lucky. Just get yeah. hot from three for two games. You you're go, in. You
1: gotta go small ball. <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna be, which means they have to work extra hard on defense, as we've seen. And they're gonna get expect them to win a five, seven game series.
0: Good luck, man. Don't make me sad like that, Joe. I'm sorry, Ross. All right, well, we'll see what happens with the uh with the NBA as they go forward. They're thinking earliest July. Joe, are we really gonna have like 70 consecutive nightcaps when there's no sports <laughs> yeah, for man. until like July or something? Well, what is it? Okay. Uh I
1: want to make sure I get the state right. Uh Virginia? Virginia said um June 10th mm. is how long their quarantine's mm. going to go
0: to. Mm. Yeah, they said they made that order cuz a bunch of adults were out on their on their beaches contaminating everybody.
1: Yeah. I mean they'll they'll lower that. Everything to me sounds like we're leaning towards a June 1st start of everything.
0: Okay. Well, We'll see what happens. It is currently March thirtieth. We're almost into April. Who do you think's the we'll most? Go Bill on... yeah, we're on April.
1: Who do you think's like the most desperate league to get all this figured out?
0: Um, hockey. Well, if you think about hockey, yeah, if they're well, think about if hockey gets on television first. Yeah, then I'll watch. I will pick. A, <laughs> okay. I will pick a. We'll pick an official nightcap hockey There's team. There's already one. Are you a Blackhawks guy? You
1: have to go to the Blackhawks. Why? If, if they make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, what if they don't?
1: Well, they're you not in the, the Blackhawks. Well, if they expand the playoffs, then the Hawks would be in.
0: I would have to pick a team. I don't want to be a huge front runner, but I want a team that's got a shot. Does Do the Blackhawks fit that bill? You put Joe? them in, they got a shot. Who are their best three players?
1: Patrick Kane, Jonathan Tays, and Corey Crawford.
0: Uh, okay. I've heard of Patrick Kane, so there's that. Um, pff, I guess I'll have to see. You know, we'll have to put that on on hold for right now, Joe. Who can be the official hockey team? Or maybe we, as a station, should pick one to follow. This is the greatest. Oh, this song goal song. Oh, this of is the Blackhawks song. Yeah, they play this every time oh. there's a goal. I thought this was like the Boston Bruins song or no. something. So okay, this song alone. I mean, I can get with this. Like we can just play Cr- it all the time. Crank this up, Joe. Yeah. Okay. Joe's literally fist pumping in, in, okay, uh, look, and in just to be and if they did this,
1: it's the perfect test for the Houston market for a hockey
0: team. Why? So we see what the ratings are or exactly. something?
1: Exactly. See what the ratings look like. You have, nothing, you have nothing else on television. If we picked an
0: official hockey team for the show or the station or whatever, and I, I would and they were on tonight, I would be watching tonight. Of course. There's no doubt in my mind. i I like hockey enough. I just don't know all the rules. I, I still don't know what icing that's is. Fine. I still don't know what a blue line is. I still don't know why they're supposed to be the best athletes in the world, but they only pay about 20 minutes a game.
1: If hockey comes back first, we'll do a segment called Joe Teaches Ross Hockey. Oh, you
0: know what? I would love that. Joe teaches – how about just Joe teaches everyone hockey? Yeah, we could do that. Because we here in Houston, for the if most If hockey
1: part, comes back first, we can absolutely do that segment. And you have
0: to say hockey. H- hockey. H-A-W-K-E-Y. Hockey. Hockey. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll definitely do that, Joe. Uh, but yeah, more. If, if they
1: come back first, that's a huge boost for them. Okay. All right. I'm with it. So am oh,
0: I, I, I got, look. I've bet on hockey games in I my day. So when I bet on hockey games, I find them thrilling. You bet on the over unders, and you can bet on the, the the plus goals and all that type of stuff. So I'm with it. Uh, one last thing before we get out, uh, because I I did tease it. So you know what? We pay off on our teases here on the nightcap. Uh, Roger Goodell talking about the personnel going on forward through April 23rd and 25th, and apparently, according to Peter King, some people are upset about that. Some uh, NFL personnel saying, "Why on earth would you ever threaten an opinion?" Whatever happened to freedom speech? Uh, because Roger Goodell threatened the disciplinary action if people speak out against the draft happening. But you know what? Guess what? Bottom line, it's a money grab by the NFL. The ratings are going to be through the reef roof because it'll be the only game in town. And honestly, I can't wait for the NFL draft. And I'm not even a big draft guy. All right, that's going to do it for the nightcap here on a Sports Talk 790. My sincere thanks to you for listening, calling, tweeting being involved in the show in any way thank you very much thanks to joe doing a great job as always my name is ross Villarreal and i will talk to you guys tomorrow at noon as part of the matt thomas show and of course till the foreseeable future nightcaps at six o'clock right here on sports talk 790 with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere